What up, what up, what up? Thank you very much for tuning in to the Chris Hasbrock Show. This is episode 17. I am here to discuss the latest on the Cincinnati Bengals coaching search. So thank you very much for joining me this fine morning. Well, it sounds like the Bengals might have their guy, and it is looking like it is Zach Taylor from the Los Angeles Rams. He is the he's currently the quarterbacks coach uh, under Sean McVay out in Los Angeles, and I think you know when when you know when Marvin was you know when 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 Marvin and the Bengals had had gone sep- their separate ways, there was a lot of. And obviously, you know, a few weeks before that, obviously when when they brought Hugh back on, there was a lot of, I'd say, anxiety, and there was a lot there was a lot of mixed emotions, and there was a there was just a lot that was going into it uh, when it comes to a fan's perspective of what what it meant when Hugh Jackson came back on. I never felt at one point that Hugh Jackson was going to be brought on to be the Bengals head coach. I thought one of two things was going to happen. Either Marvin was going to come back for another year simply because of the injuries, and I, I kind of felt that he would get a a little bit of a, let's say, a, a free pass for this season simply just, you know, just simply because of the injuries. There was, I mean, you just had so many guys on IR. There was just, it was it was almost impossible to, to coach, you know, Effectively, when you have as many injuries to your starters as they did, and so I felt either that was going to happen, or if Marvin was going to leave, I, I I never felt like once it was going to be an internal hire. I I felt that I let me actually let me rephrase that. When I say it wasn't going to be, I felt that you could have possibly like a Darren Simmons come in and take over, you know. But I never felt it would be a Hugh Jackson or anybody like that. It just never felt, with the way the franchise is going, uh, with Katie and Troy now running the ship, which you can tell, that's not, you know, this is, you know, plain and simple, this is no longer Mike Brown running this franchise. I've said it numerous times. You can see by the way things have happened and, and, and what has actually occurred that, this is no longer a Mike Brown team because um, you have to look at it this way. You know, the Bengals, if they were going to be going outside, they would have, well, they would have hired somebody already who was not in the playoffs. So, you know, obviously they have to wait until the season is over, until the team is eliminated from the playoffs before they can offer, you know, formally offer them the, the position and everything like that. So, it's the guys, let's look at it this way. If Mike Brown was still running this team, there would have been a head coach already named. And that head coach most likely would have been Hugh Jackson. It would have been Hugh Jackson or Vance Joseph. So obviously that is not the case simply because of, you know, they're not, these moves are not being, they're not, they're not occurring. And you see, obviously one thing Mike Brown likes, and it's, and I've said it, you know, numerous times as well, that he is loyal to a fault. Mike Brown does not like he certainly likes continuity. He does not like a lot of change. Uh, he's just never he's never been comfortable with that, and that has been like that for as long as as long as we can all remember. Um, you know, Marvin Lewis, you know, has done one hell of a job, 
you know, for this Bengals franchise. He truly has. And, you know, you see that, you know, he, yeah, his time might have been, he, he might not, he might have overstayed his welcome is the best way to put it. And that's not really his fault. Um, I mean, I guess he could have stepped away for a while, but, you know, when you're getting paid like he was, then, you know, why, why make that move on your own? Um, I guess it's, you know, I'm not going to fault a guy for collecting a paycheck, an easy paycheck like that, but, you know, when it comes down to it, sometimes you, you know, you have to make the move and you could see that, you know, what was happening is certainly not, you know, it's not the norm here in Cincinnati. And, and obviously, you know, people are saying that it was Mike Brown that made the decision. I, it was, it, it was obviously a, it was, it was a mutual agreement to, to each, you know, part there, you know, part ways on this. And, and you could tell this is no longer, I said, it's no longer a, a, a Mike Brown run team. It's, it's truly not because if it was, I'm telling you right now, you would already have had a coaching hire by now and it would have been somebody internal or Vance Joseph who was let go immediately after the season, who has obviously been with the Bengals staff previously. Uh, this is, you know, Things are changing here in Cincinnati when it comes to the Bengals' ownership. It truly is, and people have to realize that. People are always going to continuously crap on Mike Brown, and he gets unfairly criticized in my eyes. Now, obviously, I've got some special circumstances to where, you know, I, I know the the Brown family a little bit, so you know, I'm not going to go out there and and you know and, and publicly bash them like. You know, like everyone else does, especially I, because I truly think it, it is unjust uh, the majority of the time. Now, obviously, they do have their faults. You know, when Mike Brown was fully running the team, you could tell. But then, obviously, as time has gone on, uh, you could see Katie and Troy have taken over, and they've done an admirable job. Uh, Katie has, you know, she's obviously the the person who she's the one who negotiates the contracts for players, and she's, you know. She's just like her dad. She's a hell of a uh, she's a hell of a businesswoman. She really, truly is. And obviously, you know, Mike is a one hell of a businessman, and and you can tell by the deals that you know that have happened in, in the past that this is, you know, this is something, you know, this this franchise is there's something special. They truly are, and uh, they're unique. Uh, but and, and on the flip side of that, they do they get unfairly shit on because of because of, of stuff like that you know they fans don't look at the the present they look at the past that's how that's what most fans do and they and that's where I say that Mike Brown does get unfairly criticized because of that because the fans only look at one thing and they don't they don't look at the good things that have happened they always continue to look at the negative and they will always go back to the negative when it comes to criticizing this team and this the way that, the way the organization is run. That's just how it is, and it's how it's always going to be until, until things are, you know, until I don't know when. Actually, you know, we can say it all we want, but then, you know, it doesn't. You know, things don't change as quickly as you know as some people want. It's just going to continue to um, to go down that path. But things are changing here in Cincinnati. They are. You know, it's going to be another hire. You know, obviously, you know, Mike Brown went. He went way outside of the organization when it came to the the hiring of, of Marvin Lewis. He went way he th- you know 
he threw everyone a curveball and went and went the way of Marvin Lewis when he hired him back, you know, over almost two decades ago. And, you know, so that is something that is very interesting to to say, you know, in the least, because, you know, and, and then you see it goes the same way as, you know, as this time is now, just because it's been, it's been so long. We've been everyone. All we know is Marvin Lewis. And, you know, for that to happen is, you know, like I said, that's all we know. And it's pretty, it's pretty interesting to see how this is all going to play out because of, you know, just the way, you know, things have, have gone down. And, uh, it's, you know, this is going to be, the Bengals have certainly felt the heat and they're, they're responding to it and they're respond, they are responding appropriately, I believe. Uh, you know, this, this is a fan base now truly on the brink and they are, you know, the Bengals are handling it admirably. And I, I think that, you know, if it is, it's obviously going to be, you know, as we know now, it's definitely a, a person outside of the organization. And so with that being the case, it's going to be who is it now? Is it going to be one of the Rams assistants or is it going to be Eric Bieniemy from the Chiefs? I was partial to Eric Bieniemy. Um, I just simply because obviously I remember when he played here and I've always been a huge fan of Eric Bieniemy, uh, especially when he was at Colorado. Me being a Colorado guy, I, I love it. Uh, but you know, you you honestly the way when they when the Bengals approach this, they cannot go wrong with any of these three guys that they're looking to to bring on. Plain and simple, that is the beauty of it all with this team. And this team, like I said, I, and I've said it right all from the get go that this team has a ton of talent. They are truly offensively loaded, and they have to bring in an offensive coach. They were defensive minded for. For so long under Marvin Lewis, just you know the the defensive mentality, and now it's time for a you know for an offensive mind to come in here, and it's you know it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see exactly what you know how it plays out, and you know obviously with you know with Zach Taylor now being the you know the the favorite here is kind of what they're saying. It sounds like an announcement is going to be coming as soon as the Rams are done in the playoffs. You know, he's, you know, Zach Taylor, he was with the University of Cincinnati. He was with the Bearcats in 2016. Uh, from what I've heard, he was he was responsible for bringing uh, or for getting um, Desmond Ritter uh, to come. And Desmond Ritter, obviously, we saw what he did for the Bearcats this year as a freshman and, and stepped in admirably and did a fantastic job in, in leading um, the Bearcats, uh, obviously, you know, with you know, with Hayden Moore as well, but when he took over for Hayden Moore, uh, Ritter did a great job in, in, in building, you know, a, a, a fun season for uh, the Bearcats this season. But apparently, uh, and, I, and I didn't know that, I, I knew that Taylor was with UC, uh, but I didn't know he was responsible for, for finding and, and recruiting Desmond Ritter. So good on him because that was one heck of a find. Um, but, you know, it's... This is going to be fun, um, plain and simple, as I think that this guy is, you know, he's a young guy. He's only 35 years old. 
And I mean, he's my age. Uh, I couldn't imagine being the head of a, you know, running a, a National Football League team at my age. I mean, hell, I can't even imagine doing half the stuff I do at my age. So, um, but for him to be, you know, under Sean McVay, um, you know, everyone's saying that they, you know, everyone's kind of criticizing. I've seen it on Twitter a lot. Everyone's kind of criticizing, you know, the the hire, saying it's going to be bad because um, everyone wants to find the next Sean McVay. Well, here's the thing: the fact that he coaches under Sean McVay, I think, is a that adds a lot more to it compared to what it would be if he was not on Sean McVay's staff. But since he's there already, I think that you're just going to continue to learn from that guy. And you know, I I'm a big fan. I I truly am. I think this is going to be a good. Uh, you know, a good hire, and, and I, I think it's, you know, there there are some moves that do have to be made. Let's, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see. But I'm a big fan, you know, and I'm curious to see exactly you know how it plays out. And you know, right now this is going to be a this is going to be a big move, and I, I think Bengals fans are going to be are going to like it. I, I truly believe that. You know, it's it is it's interesting. It, it truly is. I mean, like I said, when we when, you know all we've known is all we've known is Marvin Lewis for 16 years, and now you're going to see um, a young guy, a 35 year old coach, come in like Sean or like um, Zach Taylor, uh, who has obviously been under Sean McVay, and it sounds like he's going to bring in Shane Waldron as uh, one of the coordinators which would be huge if he's, you know, calling the plays. Um, again, this this is going to be a – this could be a, a big move here for the Bengals. It is a gamble uh, going with a guy who is only a quarterback coach who uh, has no head coaching experience. But, you know, neither does Eric Bandemi, so – and neither does Shane Waldron. And those are the, the, the top three, I believe, that are, you know, that are in the running, the, the main guys. So I think that that's where things are headed. I'm a big fan if this is – you know, if this is the hire, I, I do like it. I really do like it. I think it's going to be beneficial for this team. It's going to be young and exciting. You know, folks, I'm telling you, this is no longer your, your dad's bangles. This is, you know, this is a new team and a, and a new direction that they're headed. And fans, finally, they have to, uh, they got to be excited about it. And enough of this, uh, enough of this, you know, miserable crap to where everyone's all miserable and thinking about the past because that's not the way this is this is something completely different and we have to uh we got to embrace that because this is you know this is gonna be a fun time here in cincinnati we definitely have to uh take advantage of it and and truly enjoy it because this is it's gonna be fun folks so um as always thank you guys so much for your support and make sure uh you know if you're if you're obviously if you're interested in fc cincinnati Make sure you check us out here at CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com. I just uh, had something posted for the the preview of the MLS Super Draft that will be taking place today. If you're listening to this now, it's uh, Friday, um, so uh, it'll be you know it's taking place in Chicago uh, today. Uh, but you know, make sure you check that out. We're gonna have all the reaction from the MLS Super Draft itself. So, as always, thank you guys so much. Make sure you check me out on Twitter at I am Chris Asbrock. Uh, same thing on Instagram. You can check out my uh, my blogger page on uh, on Facebook. I think it's Chris Asbrock, um, just a sports journalist. Make sure you check that out. Like that. I post um, links to all the stories that I post there, and always make sure you check out my YouTube page. Um, should have something 
hopefully I can, I'm just going to try and move this over to, uh, to YouTube as well. So as always, thank you guys so much for your support and have a fantastic weekend. Have a good one guys. Bye.